It's Monday morning. Monday morning. It's Monday evening. I don't know when you're listening to this. But Pam Benjamin is out today as your host, so she decided to ask me on my birthday, George Davis, to open your workshop for June 11th, June the 18th. Up first tonight. Well, yeah, we're going to give these uh, comedians uh, four minutes on with four minutes of notes. If you're giving notes, please don't be a dick. What's he always say? If we're going to serve somebody a shit sandwich, at least be nice about it. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Make the bread taste good. There you go. All right. And as your first comedian, we got Hunter Stare. I mean, Hunter Wiggle? (laughs) Hunter Wiggle. I'm going with that from now on. Shit, I forgot my $2. I'll put them in later. Um, this thing on, it feels off. It's on. It's on? Fuck yeah. All right, guys, new shit. Um, mom works for BART. That's cool. You know, she's a station manager at BART, which means every single conversation we've had together, I've had to tell her between like two inches of plexiglass. You know what I mean? That's fun. I remember the first, um, she's giving me a lot of good life advice. You know, I remember one time I came over with Girl Troubles, and she told me this, and I've, I've ta- I'll take it to my grave. You know what I mean? And I'm going to share exactly what you said with, uh, to me that time. It was, um... Pick up your fucking shit. It's because that's how they talk through those microphone things. All right. Hey, Hunter, I would hate to be a dick, but I'm going to stop you because I'm having a weird mic problem. So I'm going to turn the music back up and I'm going to put you a new mic on there. And I'm going to set you up back at the cool. beginning. Cool. All right, man? Cool. Sorry, that, dude. That first joke didn't work. All right, man. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I got it. Okay, we're not getting to that. I'm not trying to riff. Um, 
But like, I'm like, my mom caught me smoking weed for the very first time. Pretty sure we've all been through that fucking, you know, moment in life. And uh, I think my mom did it right. Because what she did was she yelled at me for the first 15 minutes, felt like 15, turned out to be like two and a half. Sent me to my room, left me paranoid in there, freaking out for the next hour and a half, turned to be like 30 seconds. Then SWAT kicked down my door, gave me that you fucked up stare that every mother can give. But remember, she also worked for Bart, so it was even worse, you know? And then said, your pizza's here. Fucking brought me. She got me my favorite munchy food, guys. Zorba's all meat pizza with ranch on the side. An extra large just for me. You know what I mean? And it felt like 15 minutes. Again, 45 minutes. You know, it's like she ordered the pizza after I fucking came home stoned. Then sat down and proceeded to stare at me, which is me and her in the room with the, again, you fucked up look just like you're a fucking piece of shit. You haven't graduated college. You're still 19, but you haven't fucking graduated college. You're a piece of shit. While I proceeded to eat the, mo the best food I can possibly have stoned. All right. Do you guys not understand what type of fucking mental terrorism is needed to do, to complete that fucking task? Like she, she scarred me for life. You know what I mean? I can't have that fucking pizza while I'm stoned ever again. Oh no, she did that right. Second time she caught me smoking weed, which is a, uh, the complete worst way to do it is she came home blacked out drunk and then fell on my bed and proceeded to give me a lecture about how I couldn't smoke weed while she, she couldn't even find her fucking feet. You know what I mean? It's insane. All right. It's insane. What else do I got for you guys? Um, got my own apartment. That's cool. I'm trying to christen it, so to say. I'm trying to get laid in my apartment, guys, and it hasn't been working out so well. Um, first girl brought to my place. You know, we were getting in the act, and uh, she, she was like two inches away from sucking my dick, and she looked at me dead in the eyes and went, I just did my first open mic recently. I'm really into it. And I instantly went limp. And what that's taught me is I've learned how to appreciate and respect my fellow comedians. It's great. Um, second time, actually, a girl who didn't do comedy, I saw her like two years ago, came back, we were hanging out, you know, and just catching up, you know, my dinner at my place, she just dropped this bombshell on me. She had cancer, guys. Yeah, fucking 23 years old, my age. They found a 15-pound tumor in her ovaries. That's a set of twins. You know, she's completely fine, but she told me that, and my brain did this horrible thing where it went, because, like, I slept with her, you know, like, before we last saw each other. My brain did this horrible thing where it went, that tumor's your baby. <laughs> You've drank so much, drunk so many drugs in your life that the only thing you can possibly give birth to is a fucking tumor. It's also kind of prophecy fulfilling, because I'm a cancer, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I'm also a Gemini, I'm a cusp, it's weird. I know nothing about astrology. Moving on. Um, yeah, what else do I got for you guys? You know, I think that's really all the new stuff I had. I didn't have more new stuff in my back pocket. Yeah. Comment for Hunter. Comment for Hunter. We got four minutes. We should have a feedback mic. Uh, nice. So is this friend of yours okay? Oh, she's completely fine right now. I that's think that's it. an important piece yeah. because if you like set it up so that we know she's fine, she totally beat it, yeah, she, she, we can like laugh a lot more with where your brain went and laugh at the fact that, you know, you're, you're laughing right. at I, yourself for being a fuck up, but like we're worried about her having cancer. Yeah, I should, I should point out that she's been in remission for like nine months and everything's okay, but yeah, yeah. you're right, yeah, yeah. Oh, nine months. <laughs> so the baby's born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I could talk about that, you're right. Actually, I did hear you say that you are fine, um, but you talk really fast. That's problem, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell you that. So, like, you actually did say it, so maybe you don't need to change the wording, just the timing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm gonna give no, give him this microphone, and then I'm gonna take this and use this as your new microphone. Anyone else, y'all? That's what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> I like the mom and uh, Zorba pizza story. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I, I think I I think the pre like the premise basically is kind of like, how do you want me to feel? Is this a punishment or is this like yeah. like am I right? I like that. I think that's worth. Yeah, it needs to be worked on. Yeah, yeah, there's there's something there. Anybody else? All right. You want to give uh, Hunter the real mic? Hello, hello. That one's working, yeah. So I like I like the idea. Yeah, that works. I like the idea that you somehow because I I feel like the point of the joke was you. Which joke? It'll become apparent in a second. Okay. The point of the joke is that like you gave her the cancer tumor somehow oh, okay. through like being I don't know like a degenerate person. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you just need to make that a little bit clearer. Like yeah. I just kept thinking like I did this to you. Like yeah. this is like this is what happens when you have sex with me or like something like that. Like, I don't know, just like make it a little bit more apparent. Yeah. There's also what you're talking I'm just about. thinking about. It. Like that's how a baby's born, like cells dividing constantly. That is cancer. You know what I mean? There's, there's something there. There's something there. Yeah. yeah you just yeah. have to, gotta write that you got to dig yeah. into that. Yeah. You're right. Also, you're right. But yeah, it'll happen like that too. <laughs> I just thought of this. I don't know if you want to do it or not, but I think kind of a fun thing is like if you sort of went into it before saying that like you were worried that like you gave her that baby, be like, just so you know, like I'm okay with you keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> like you think, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's dark. I love it. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Coming up next is Arjun. Oh, God. Man, Jerry Benari. I'm a sorry, Arjun. I'm a Come on, man. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Oh, okay. I, it's fine. I got it from here. I, also, the room is so small, we don't really need microphones, you know? It's really just for the aesthetic of it and having something to do with my hands. Anyways, I want to live my life with the confidence of a homeless person jaywalking. Uh, have you ever seen them? They cro walk across the street and they look directly at the cars like, Yeah, you could hit me, but you fucking won't, you punk-ass bitch. Because they'll, like, slow down just to make sure that the drivers know whose home this is. It's theirs. Get it? Because they're homeless. <laughs> huh? Because outside? Because they don't have a home? And, and I said, do you guys... I don't want to do stand-up right now. No, that's, that's fake. I want to do stand-up right now. Right, when I said it, it was true. But after I, once I finished saying it, it stopped being true. This is fun. I like doing stand-up. I am by... It's fine. I am bipolar. I'm bi... Ugh. <laughs> I hate that. I have... I hated everything about that response. One, that it was snaps. Two, that it was affirmation. If you had gone woo, I would have hated it, but you snapped, which makes me hate it even more. Uh, jazz hands is acceptable. Uh-huh. That is the... In fact, no one laugh. Just do jazz hands. Uh, no, please laugh. Anyways, I am bipolar, so... 
Uh, whenever I feel bad, my therapist says I should ask myself, do I have a real reason to be sad or do, am I just depressed? And the answer is usually yes to both. Ah, <laughs> huh? that's a good joke, by the way. I've told it at many venues and I know it's a good joke, but depression, cause depression has a fun way of telling you the exact reasons you shouldn't like yourself. It's like having an entire middle school in your head. Just reminding you of how you weren't invited to Stacy's birthday party and that your body's the wrong shape. But wouldn't it be nice if depression told you that like, hey man, your life sucks, but your body is fucking banging. Like, yo, you should kill yourself, but use pills. That way you keep this perfect figure. Like, it would be nice if that was the one positive side effect to depression, but it's not. What, what, what? Speaking of my body, first of all, everyone just look away from it. Uh huh. No, it's. I'm actually thinking about it now. I don't. What? What's? No, because then you'll see my back fat. Okay. Okay. I I did write a bunch of jokes. I mean, I didn't. That's a lie. But I did write some jokes. Here's one that. Shut the fuck up. Anyways. How dare you guys go oof at my triumph, which is physical comedy. You guys were like, ooh, ooh, it's prop. Okay, yeah. Is it prop comedy for me to break my phone on stage? <laughs> yes, it is prop comedy. But I'll tell you something about prop comedy. If it's funny, it's funny. So wa watch this. What if I did it, though? What if I did it, though? What if I was so committed to comedy that I would break my phone at an open mic for laughs? Wouldn't that... What if... What if... What if... I hate that, actually. That's one of my least favorite things, when comedians are like, what if I just did this? Like, what if you told a funny joke? Uh, <laughs> right? What What if I just said that? Anyways, what... 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 What if... Here's my joke about... I... You guys hear about this whole posture thing? You guys hear about posture posture you know because have you guys it's like you know standing that thing you've been doing since you were two well you're doing it wrong <laughs> like and it's giving you cancer it's a horrible horrible thing like just stay, sit up straight right now try to sit up straight yeah notice how everyone shifted in their seats do you know how much fucking work it is to just exist properly it is exhausting to do it it is and there's nothing you can and you have to put so much work into it and it still inevitably decays because life is an endless struggle and then you die okay see i tried that yesterday and it did okay but it wasn't good here's a good joke i uh, uh when i'm depressed i'm like oh i want to kill myself and then when i'm manic i'm like oh i want to kill myself but on a skateboard <laughs> <sighs> I don't want comments. Uh, I, I'm just putting that out there. I don't, I'm going to be taking notes on this set, and even I'm going to be like, that was a waste of time. Uh, I still think the jaywalking joke is good, and the body is fucking banging joke apparently is good, even though it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. Do you guys notice how it doesn't make sense? And I think the yes to both joke is good. Okay? So, how dare you not laugh at it? <laughs> you the audacity of this audience <laughs> confounds me okay i'm done lesson for arjun oh yeah
We're not gonna talk about do, it. Do, do you actually want comments? I really, I mean, I like the skateboard joke. I've heard it a few times now, yeah, but I still think I still think it's really good. Thank you. Um, I've t- I told it to my girlfriend, and she was like, "I don't get it." So I think it's like only some people like it, but uh, no, a lot of people like it. Yeah, that's good. Your girlfriend's just stupid. No, I'm kidding. Okay. It's probably a lot of delivery in it. And yeah. Context. Yeah, for sure. But um, let's see. Yeah, I I think that all the the stuff that you're going at with like your body dysmorphia could be like a rich area for comedy that you're starting to explore, and I think you should keep doing it. Okay. Uh, does anybody else want this microphone? You stumped them. Arjun Banerjee, everybody, give it up for your host. Give it up for Peter Balmer. Hello,大家好。呃，我叫伯比德。呃，我回说中文还要现在我开玩笑。Yeah，原来Rune's like uh, I have idiot friends who are like, you could use it, if you're Chinese, you could use it to help you order at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, I can already do that. I don't need that. Also, it's tough because like my favorite Chinese dish, um, it's kind of like a traditional dish. Uh, it's called chung uh, ji, which translates directly to um, orange chicken. Yeah, orange chicken, the goopiest, sluttiest food ever made. Uh, I think orange chicken is very sly because it kind of, it kind of, you, you hear it, it doesn't sound like it's that bad. You're like, oh, maybe there's fruit in it. I don't know. Most chickens are very upfront about kind of like what they are, like chicken curry. That's chicken in curry. Barbecue chicken, that's chicken that is barbecued. Orange chicken's very vague. It's like, well, we're orange. <laughs> You're going to have to guess beyond that. And like, you know, you couldn't just call it what it is because if, if there was a dish called fried chicken nuggets soaked in syrup, you'd be like, all right, KFC, slow the fuck down. We drew the line at the double down. You can't be doing this now. I have other friends who are like, oh, you speak Chinese? That could be super helpful when talking to Chinese girls. Yeah. How the fuck's that supposed to work? Maybe in China, where there's a language barrier and context. Not in America. How would that work? Like I'm talking to an Asian girl. I have to ask if she's Chinese. Already a bad direction to go in. Be like, oh, your brother lives in St. Louis? That's cool. I've never been, but I've heard good things. Uh, speaking of places, are you Chinese? <laughs> I ask because we're having this awesome conversation in a language we're both fluent in, but I just figured we could switch it up to a language I'm mediocre at, and you may not speak at all. Ting hao lama? Ah, mail. Zai qian. Zaijian's goodbye in Chinese because she walked away. Uh, moved to San Francisco somewhat recently. Door is open. Thank you for doing that, Hunter. Got a loud, loud cars driving by. I moved to San Francisco somewhat recently. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but one thing it's done, it's introduced me to one of my least favorite demographics of people, which are uh, 18 to 28-year-olds who live in a big coastal city, are usually white, but not necessarily, and uh, have family that live in a rural area, and they just shit on them constantly. 
it's like 60% of San Francisco, like 50% of this room. No, 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 not that much. Um, just walking around thinking they're hot shit because they pay $7 for frozen yogurt and listen to podcasts. Like to listen to see any of those motherfuckers sit through a Bible study class it is very boring. I've never done so, but I've heard it's really bad. Um, I know some of you thinking right now, like, oh, Pete, I don't know about that. Fuck you. You kind of seem like you fall very neatly into that demographic. Yeah, almost. Uh, I, I have family in Nebraska and the part of Oregon where everyone has a southern accent somehow. Don't know how it happened, but it's a thing. Um, but I would never shit on my family because, like, you know, a lot of times they just can't really do a lot of the fun things that I tend to enjoy uh, for two reasons. God and kids. Like, I talk to any of my older cousins and be like, hey, Ryan, I got tickets to a football game on Sunday. Do you want to come out with me? And he's like, oh, sorry, man, can't. God. <laughs> like, all right, well, that's too bad. Um, what about tonight? You free? We could smoke some weed, you know, and hang out. And he's like, oh, I can't, dude. Uh, kids. I'm like, all right. Uh, well, you know, how are things going your, with your wife? You guys doing some, some freaky stuff these days? Is that a fun thing for you? He's like, uh-uh. Um, God. Also, kids, we share a wall. So I'm like, all right, well, uh, how about this? Do you want to drink an inappropriate number of beers with me at this family barbecue and not talk to anyone? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Anti-social drinking is something everyone could get behind, guys. It's very fun. Got my car broken into recently, uh, which is always shitty, but it sucks especially bad because uh, I'm 23 years old, and when you're 23 and you get your car broken into, and then you tell someone who is older than you that you got your car broken into, they like to do this fun thing where they'll give you tips on how to avoid getting your car broken into, like that didn't just fucking happen. You tell anyone, they'll turn into like your Midwestern aunt and be like, well, did you leave a bag in the back seat? Did you park it in a bad neighborhood? Sorry, sweetie, it's just going to happen. Fuck is that? I can learn a lesson. Yeah, there's a bag in the back seat. It's not there anymore. Don't worry about it. That's also not something that people will do for any other crime that'll happen to you. Like, it's not like if I got my house burned down, anyone's going to come up to me and be like, well, did you build it out of wood? Did you put it in a neighborhood with a lot of arsonists? Sorry. I took it in. I took it in to get worked on uh, at, at, a, at a glass shop in San Francisco, which is the best place to get it worked on because the people working glass shops in San Francisco are like the glass shop worker equivalent of like the narcotics unit in Miami, if that makes sense. Like they've seen everything. They get millions of cases coming in every day and they are unfazed. I took my car in and I was like, oh, you can see there's the windows broken. He's like, oh, that's a, you know, 18 by 20 standard inch super Teflon glass. Like we've seen that. We'll get that fixed up in two days. I'm like, what? Don't you need to order the window or something? He's like, no, I can do that with my bare hands. Bam. See, it's done. That'll be $8,000. Like what? He's like, yeah, that's, that's how it goes in this city, kid. Use it or lose it. All right. Uh, that's all I wanted to do. Thanks, guys. Comments and suggestions. I think your premise about Chinese is really funny. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that you knew you were doing this, but when you were acting out talking to her, you were looking down like she was really short. Yeah, I, I did notice that. I was like, I'm looking way more because, like, if I do a joke, a, yeah, I think you should do that and point that out. Like, I'm looking down, down this far on purpose. She was Chinese. So oh yeah, that's a good. That's actually yeah. a good. Yeah, that's a and good then, tip. Thank you. Um. There was more I was going to say. Oh, maybe it's like done a lot, but like it's really classic that like white guys and, and Asian girls are together, you know? So you could just 
talk about this whole premise of how it's a shitty way to pick her up and be like, I'm just sticking to being tall and white. <laughs> like, yeah. That's oh, that's a good. Definitely going to get her home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, and that's helpful. There can always be that bonus. I, like, what if you just pull Chinese out in bed and the off chance that she does speak it, that's like, that makes you look even cooler. Yeah. Like you're yeah. holding on to that card till later, maybe. Yeah. No, I like that. Don't do you, question. So I, I did think about like doing the thing of like the like white guy Chinese girl. Does that make me seem douchey a little bit or not? I mean, if I was like, oh, I'm already. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Because you're yeah. making a joke about how bad it would be to pick up on her that way, and then if yeah. you're making the joke, I'm just sticking to being white and tall. You're you're teasing yourself again. That's true. Yeah. Okay. That's that a good that's call. all you've got. Yeah. You yeah, know exactly. So you don't even talk to them. Yeah. You just stand there. Like, yeah, I'm just white and tall. That's going to get me laid. Okay, thanks, yeah. Yeah, nice, though. Sweet, appreciate it. And God and kids, that's funny. Thank you. Anyone else? Yes, I think it's just easier. Um, This might just be a me thing. Um, I'll look at the other woman in the room. But the victim-blaming joke with the car, like, really just kind of made me go, like, ugh. Um, because like, as women, we talk a lot about how we get victim blamed for cat calls and sexual assault. I, this isn't going to be a funny critique. Um, but that just like hit me in the stomach really strong. I think it would with a lot of other women in the audience. So you might decide, I like, you might say, fuck you, Rye. I don't care what you have to say. Or you might be like, oh, that is something to think about and tie that in. Or yeah, what other option C would be. But that was just a really strong visceral reaction for me. So I thought I'd warn you about it just in case I'm not alone. Cool. Uh, I love your voice and I like your point of view a lot. And I I love the way that you act out dialogue. I think it's really awesome. Uh, I only had like a couple ideas. Uh, One was that I, in the past, have tried to dance with a girl that was from Hong Kong. She told me she was from Hong Kong, and I assumed that that meant she knew Chinese, and that's not the case. I don't know if you can work something with, you know, work on it. I don't know. It's just an idea. Uh, I love the God and Kids uh, perspective because you found a way to be uh, sympathetic but also make fun of them at the same time. And I don't know. I just thought it was a fresh take. I think those are like really two cool things you could keep expanding on. It's just cool. All right. Uh, anyone else or good to go for the next one? Cool. Uh, who's up next? Okay. Cool. We got it. Thanks, guys. It's Hunter Stare. I'm going to make the same mistake as Arjun. All right. How's this going? It's good to see all you beautiful bitches tonight. Like the Lord's... Oh, I love them back there. They're such a live crowd. As the Lord said unto Abraham, we are killing it tonight. My name is Hunter. This is my Mecca. And you are my mechanics. Um, I guess I should tell some jokes. So I have, I, I just got a aftermarket security system installed in my car. It's called a 110 pound German Shepherd. Yeah, it's the only thing that's ever worked. Uh, so I call it the final solution. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. that one's pretty hit or miss. Uh, but you know the thing. But it, it, here's the thing about German Shepherds: they're wonderful dogs, and a lot of people love them. And a lot of those people are Nazis. But it's not the dogs. <laughs> it's not the dogs' fault because it's just the German brands. <laughs> Nazis love anything that's the German brand. If it had been like the German Chihuahua, 
Hitler would have definitely had one of those things hanging out of a little leather hand satchel that he carried around all the time. Like, oh, look at my perfect little hunds. Mit meine little Tasha, mm, I don't even need concentration camps because everyone's dying of envy. <laughs> All right. I'll keep that. I'm a southerner and a sociopath, but you can't tell because anything is possible with enough speech pathology and marijuana. All right. So Hunter Stare is uh, my stage name. I actually have a couple of parents who are kind of famous, like accomplished, and I don't want to like coast on their reputation or anything like that. My name is uh, Hunter Roger Dinkley. My parents are Shaggy and Velma. That's an older generation joke. I, I fucking love Scooby-Doo. I don't know, maybe you guys didn't watch it, but she fucking loved that shit and I'm keeping that. So, thanks man, I love these guys. So, uh, sometimes my excuse to get out of the house is my dog needs to go. You know, like I went to a party the other weekend because of like my dog needs to get out of the house. And that works, you know, but I don't think it's the best way to handle the situation. I think it just sets a precedent for your dog telling you to do other things, like feed me a steak every night, stab that hooker, you know, stuff like that. That's a Son of Sam reference right there. It's a little history joke. So what's with the phrase Eskimo brothers? Has anybody heard this expression? Yeah, Eskimo, anybody else? You know what it means, right? Like that's a weird fucking expression for what it means. In the South, we just say dick cousins. There's no punchline to that. I just wanted to say, dick cousins. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna work on, I'm, I've been working on a character. It's a congressman. Like this is like, my, I've never met a congressman, but this is just like my impression of what a congressman is probably like in the real world. Just like, look, I'm gonna need you to vote on that anti-poor legislation by five, or we're gonna cut you out of the next round of funding. Now, I have to go to a meeting. By the way, I'm gonna rape your secretary later. This is Congress, we fuck people here. Good, not offensive. I don't know. I guess I, I probably have time for one more. Has anybody ever been uh, in jail? Yes. Dope. You'll like this. For anybody who's ever been in jail, I got arrested one time in Lake Village, Arkansas. Uh, this super young cop pulled me over for a temporary license plate, and uh, or a temporary license plate expired. And he was going through all my stuff like it was the crime of the century. Like he was going through like my glove compartment and he went through my Altoids case. He like opened up my Altoids case and started like looking at the individual Altoids underneath the light and I said, hey, if you're gonna eat one of those Altoids, man, only eat like half of one or maybe, maybe a whole one because they are really minty. All right, I'll take that. My name is Hunter. You guys have been lovely. Give it up for your host. Questions and comments for Hunter Stare. This is kind of a dumb one, but sure. uh, when you said that you are a southerner and a sociopath, yeah. that's funny. You make a little joke about that, but you could make some joke about how in the Bay Area, 
that was supposed to be a joke, but people are just waiting because they're like, yeah, Southerners are sociopaths. Yeah, that is funny. Go on. You're right. <laughs> you know? You're right. That is funny. So we like, hate your type around. No, that's good because like if nobody responds to that at all, you're like, oh, you probably just assume those things are synonyms. It's always nice yeah. to have like that easy out. Like, oh, I was looking for a moment of silence, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, totally. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I think I I think that the you could you could do some fun stuff uh, with the like congressman character. Um, try a voice maybe. Yeah, uh, for just, sure. I, I feel you could do kind of like a uh, yeah. I don't know. For but, sure, you're yeah. right. This is what I thought. Yeah, act out better. Better act outs. I'm pretty monotone. At the best of times. Like even me on cocaine, it's just like like a bee, like a like a bumblebee. Okay, I think that's probably the end. Um, I don't fucking know who's next. Any more comments? That's it. We then we got uh, Chaz coming up next. Give it Chaz, up for Chaz, up to the everybody. Namaste. Tip your weight staff. Tip the weight staff. <clears throat> so, like Hunter said, my name's Chaz, and this is my this is my real voice. Uh, I think they go together. They just don't belong to a black dude. And. Uh, you know, growing up, that was a little tough. You know, I just sound like, you know, the black friend. You know the one I'm talking about? Huh? You, oh, four. You, yeah. <laughs> four, wow. Um, I'm talking about the black friend, you know, that, uh, that a white guy will use to justify like a borderline racist claim that he's talking about me. Um, and to get the name, you know, I asked my dad about it and he just told me, uh, I just didn't want people to know you're black until you got a job interview. So he, <laughs> he gave me the, a white sounding name. That's not funny to you guys, but it's, it's funny to me. I do have a job by the way. Um, and, uh, so my dad was really about that. Like, you know, just, he didn't, he grew up in East Oakland and he just wanted me to have a better life or whatever. And, uh. So as soon as I got old enough to like get into, you know, street shit, we moved to Tracy, California. Do you know Tracy? <laughs> you know Tracy? If you don't know Tracy, when I moved there, it was just an exit off the freeway where like some people lived, but most people just took shit and got back on the freeway. Um, and uh, there was a lot of fucking, there were just tons of you. There was just, why, it's, it was this room. It was, it was me and her laughing in the corner and then you guys looking at us like, I don't get it. That was my life. Um, but even, <laughs> even then, <clears throat> I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. I should probably look at this paper. So yeah. Oh, white people there. Uh, so uh, yeah. How did I forget what I was talk talking about? Um, but it was like a different kind of white. It wasn't like white like you, like you brought up your, your issues that you have with whatever someone said. Um, I'm, I love how you just let the bitches go. That was great. Um, but it, it's not that kind of white. It's like the kind of white where like, yo, my shirt says my other dick is on my truck. Like that kind of white. You know what I mean? Uh, 
And I'm not saying that in a negative way, because actually I grew up with these people and they were fucking great. Like they were, it wasn't like you would think. Like when I was growing up, finding a racist was like, like an alligator attack, right? I knew they happened, but I didn't have to worry about them because I don't live in the South. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, all my white friends had teeth, so I was, I was good. But you, now I'm like super paranoid about race because of the internet, right? Because uh, now, instead of being like an alligator attack, a racist is like, like a white chick in a Starbucks. I can't get my morning coffee before I see one on Twitter. But um, that's the most clever thing I could come up with, and no one ever fucking laughs at that. Like, anyway. Uh, yeah, but uh, now i got to look at the notes. I think I'm done with making fun of white, uh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I skipped a point, so I'm just gonna go back, fuck it, all right? So when I said the thing about the shirt, that's a real shirt, right? The, uh, my other dick is on my truck, because you've seen the ball, whatever. And uh, those people, I, I just, f I love shirts like that, because whenever I see a shirt like that, they all, the person wearing the shirt always looks exactly like the shirt would if it was a person. You know what I mean? You ever see someone and you're just like, that shouldn't be in public. <laughs> okay, now we can go back. Now we're gonna fast forward. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, so the alligator text. So the ra white, okay, going back to making fun of white people. So the, the racist thing. Um, I just don't, I just, the only thing I care about racism is I just don't want to boycott anything, like stuff I like, you know what I mean? Thank you. I'm just, you know, I like WWE. I, I liked H&M, you know what I mean? But, uh, so I want to start like a cons consultation business where I teach people how to be racist properly. And the rule number one is don't bring your dog in public. That will rat you. That's like a fucking, uh, those lied, to, what is a lied to, polygraph for racism, right? Uh, like the other day I went to Whole Foods and I, uh, I got in line and when I was walking, when I was walking in Whole Foods, I just saw a little dog chained up and it was all cool or whatever. And I walked in. So I'm going to, uh, pay for my, whatever, the, my salad bar or whatever. And as soon as I walk up behind, I see this lady, she's about to pay for something. She's taking some money out of her purse and I just walk up by her and for a second she looks at me and starts putting it back. Like she forgot, but then she was cool and she put it back. And as soon as she did that, the dog was just like, hur, hur, hur. and, uh, you know, she thought it was, I just like laughed and I was like, whatever, you know, she's just, I would be caught off guard if I was paying $17 for a box of lettuce and a black guy walked up behind me. It's like, what are you doing here? Um, but, uh, what she didn't know is what that dog was saying was like, lady, there's a, there's a black guy behind you run. But anyway, that's it. Compliments for Chad. Anybody comments? Awesome. I think that one. Yeah, that was funny shit, man. Um, Thanks. I don't know if it was intentional, like having to think back and be like, oh, white people, but that's a really funny like thing to do. Find a way to work that in. Um, yeah, it's just, it's funny because you can split a bit into two parts like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, that was actually an accident, but that's a good Yeah, good and point. actually, okay, to further motivate you doing that more, there was, when I was really new, there was a, 
um, I was at Brainwash and there was a, a comic who was on stage who was black and he was talking about white people and another comic who will remain nameless will he came by me and just looked at me and was like look another black comic talking about white people and I was like dude fuck you <laughs> like and the dude on stage was super funny too and it's like I appreciate that you said fuck you like yeah, that, dude, but I do feel the same way sometimes so it's, no, it's, it's kind of cringy saying stuff like that but I, I'm trying to it's just a joke like, it's good know, yeah. no and you'll get like by doing that oh white people like we're still doing this that's like a funny acknowledgement of what some idiot might be thinking in the audience so that's cool and yeah, that's cool yeah, yeah. yeah and the fucking I'll try to keep that yeah the angle on like uh because people think like oh dogs are racist like that's a something I've heard a lot but I've never heard someone be like oh it's because their fucking owners are racist like um so you should definitely play with more of that that's super fun but yeah thank like, you yeah. cool cool yeah just when he was saying that I thought of you know you could be like oh yeah white people don't worry like we're still talking about you guys. Like, you're still the center of attention. Like, oh, it, yeah, we didn't yeah. divert too far from what the important issue in the room is, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. I remember that. Yeah, first of all, I think that, like, your general way of speaking and, like, your circumlocutions by themselves are humorous, which is lucky Wait, for you. The, my what? Oh, uh, um, circumlocution, like a way of talking around things. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's good for you because that means that it'll be, it's really easy for you to be able to like insert like specific punchlines into what other, otherwise just seems like to be very conversational. So I think you should like look at like, just like look at kind of like the flow of what you have, like maybe written out and think like, where could I insert something big here? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, to add on what the other people were saying, I think I like the idea of being like, yeah, is this guy just going to talk about like white people the entire time? Yes, if I want to. And then just like maybe even go deeper into like all the different kinds of things that are probably going to happen before it's like appropriate to stop talking about white people. You're like, I think oh, that could yeah, be like yeah, a yeah. fun thing to explore maybe just to like give okay. people like some context. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Dope. Just for context, I'm white commentator number four. <laughs> and uh, something I was thinking you could have fun with is you made a statement, um, nobody laughs at this joke about people being like racist online or trolling online, yeah. which you could just, you can just keep talking about that because maybe no one laughed then, but then they'll make some racist bullshit comment later if you ask for feedback okay. online. Okay. Or they okay. could go say some terrible shit about you anonymously later okay but i mean okay. you want you could just keep that going yeah 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 all right i'm gonna try that whatever out. you want yeah so um do as much please please i'm begging you please do as much material as you possibly can on people being afraid of you because i feel like that's something that uh i was in a situation where I was feared and that shit fucked me up. <sighs> and I was like, oh, I wonder if African-Americans don't talk about this more because they grow up with it. And so it's not such an extreme shock to their system. And, but it's a very real thing. I haven't been able to find any research on it. And I want you to talk about it on stage. Well, the, the one thing is like, I don't think it's a big deal. I just think it, honestly, I just think it's funny. People think about race. Kind of, like I'm going to freak out in certain situations if I see something that I don't know that I've just been trained to think is whatever, but I know what you mean, but I, you know, I don't, I don't, I try to make it funny and not like guilt. You know, just a lot of guilt, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 
I, I guess I'll try to. I I always feel like when I bring up stuff like that, it just goes more to guilt than funny. So I just try to think if I'm gonna say something like that, it has to be funny to me and not like preachy or guilt. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'll try that. Cool. Let get the fuck out of here. Thank you, everybody. Chaz. All right. Coming up next, we got Allison Hooker. Oh, my God. You guys, this is the biggest moment of my life. Um, I was hanging out with my gay friend yesterday. And I, I'm just jealous of gay men. Like, I want to be a gay man. I think it's... Anyone else? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just so much sex. It's just so much fun, you know? And he was like, no, don't say that. Like, along with being gay, there's a lot of STDs in our communities. Like, even with PrEP, you know, gonorrhea has skyrocketed. And I was like, yeah, but you don't get pregnant. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would way rather a little gonorrhea shot in my arm than a fucking abortion. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds... So anyways, I just want to be gay. Um, I did have an abortion once. And I'm just going to talk about it, because I feel like it's a taboo subject but like it's happened way more than what people talk about. Like I'm not gonna ask for a round of applause, but <laughs> I feel like there would be one, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Uh, just one, you know, I don't have like a punch card. I'm not a regular. Um, but I don't know, like who was talking about, oh no, he left, he was talking about like kids and God. People, like it's like the, it's like the shittiest things that they have to deal with are kids and God, but then it's like those are the two things they love the most. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> Is it that way? I mean, I was, I was raised in like a Christian home. Um, kind of confusing growing up, because like my mom, she always taught me that my body was a temple. But then she also taught me, like, everybody's welcome in church. She's <laughs> like, what do you do with that, you know? Uh, anyways, back to abortion, speaking of Christian home. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so I went to get a, an abortion, um, and uh, like I had, I had just met this guy, right? So we we had been dating for like two months, so we go and you know I I go to the doctor. They tell me to come back for the abortion. You can there's two ways you can get it. You can take a pill and abort anywhere. Like someone could be aborting right now. We don't know. Uh, don't come up to me after my set and be like, you offended me, I'm having an abortion right now. But uh, <laughs> the other way is to just go in, get it done, get it out. And I was like, that's what I'm going to go with. So I go in the day of my appointment and the doctor looks at my chart and I'm like loopy because they had given me painkillers. The doctor looks at my chart and she goes, oh, you're not far enough along to do this. And I was like a little high on painkillers. I go out to the waiting room. What a gentleman. He was there, you know, the guy who got me pregnant. Uh, he was there at the time. I walk out in the waiting room and I was like, I, I can't do this. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I was high and I just started fucking cracking up in the middle of that. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> no, I can do this. <laughs> Sorry, your face though. <laughs> I was like, you don't even know me. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. So... That's, that was my abortion joke. <laughs> I never know. It's the first time I tried on stage because like abortion's like one of those things. It's like tough for some people, you know. So I don't know. Like, should I try that in front of an audience? Okay. What else did I think of? Oh yeah, just like having kids. I was gonna talk about that a little bit. Like, I mean, you know, I was 32 years old at the time. First of all, when I got pregnant. So what was I gonna do? <laughs> Have a baby? You know, 32. Way too young. Um, also. <laughs> 
I'm just too selfish to have kids. Like my sister has three kids. So I try to be like a cool auntie, you know, and I take them places. I, I recently took them to the Monterey Bay Aquarium because I loved the Monterey Bay Aquarium when I was growing up. And I got them, all three of them in the car, you know, drove down there, was talking about it the whole time. I got there 50 fucking dollars for each person to get in. 50 bucks, she has three kids. I was like, fuck, I wanted to turn around, but I had like brought them all the way there. So I was like, okay. Auntie Allie's taking you on a really nice fucking date right now. You know, like, oh my God. And then the little one, she's like six years old. She wasn't even paying attention. I was like, kid, learn about the fucking fish, you know? <laughs> she could have been anywhere. She was just like playing with herself. I'm like, fuck, learn something. Uh, then they wanted snacks. Has that been four minutes? I feel like this. Cool. Oh, I skipped something else is that the way that I found out I was pregnant. Um, I was just jogging without a bra like I do and I felt something move. I was like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. That's how it happened. I know. I'm wearing a padded bra right now so it feels like I have something um, but I don't. <laughs> I was actually trying to like smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. Not even the punchline though so hold on. That was... <laughs> He broke his nose on my chest bone. It's true. He's pissed. <laughs> okay, you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Allison, who can we get comments, compliments? Yeah, that's super fun. Um, I really like that abortion material. I think you'll be able to do it. Like, you just have a presence that it. Like, I feel like someone would be okay with you talking about a sensitive topic because you've, you've got kind of this jovial thing going on. So it's cool. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just from work. Yeah, exactly. I don't no, I usually get, get on stage like this. But <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen. Um, I think uh, when you said, talk, when you were talking about someone getting an abortion right now, maybe if you named a specific place where someone could just be sitting and their body would be having an abortion, like a fucking, like a library or like a Carl's Jr. or something. like A comedy uh, club. Or a comedy club. Yeah, you could, if you wanted to be... This might be risky, but like saying like someone is having one right now here, like saying yeah, yeah that's kind of what I meant. Oh, okay, gotcha. But we're not enough people. But gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. okay. Um, and then the nose breaking joke. I think uh, Ron Vi has a joke that's pretty much that. So okay. um, I be careful with that. But other than that, it's good. Good cool. shoot. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, I really like the abortion joke. Um, there were two things where. Um, I thought there was potentially missed opportunity. There was one part where you said, speaking of my body being, it sounded like you were saying like speaking of my body being a temple when you went back from the children and kids uh -huh. thing. Okay. And um, you didn't like finish saying it. I was like, oh, that's a really funny connection. Uh, if you did want to tie in religion there actually for the real set, not just talk about how like that one random guy was there. Am I making any sense right now? Not really, but, I don't, but okay. I'll figure it out. Okay, so My body is a temple. So you, that's what it, I, okay, so I, that's what I thought you were going to say, but you didn't finish the sentence. Oh, okay. Um, but you were talking about like church and kids. Uh-huh. And then, because um, you did a non sequitur about that other guy set about uh -huh. kids and kids in church yeah and then you said speaking of my body being a temple is what I thought you were going to say and it was oh, really and funny. then I got an abortion oh okay. yeah um right. so that was well thought out 
on my part. Um, <laughs> and the other is when you said like the part about um, going back to the waiting room and the guy being there, mm-hmm. I wanted to know more about him. And you guys are like, oh, like perfect gentleman, you know, they're taking me to get an abortion. Um, I, I thought there was an opportunity there to really like say something that dug into him or said something mm-hmm. about him or played into some sort of stereotype about the fuck boy who would still take you to get an abortion. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Um, if you are looking for a way to flesh it out, that would be a point that... Um, yeah, it might make his reaction funnier too if you yeah. if the audience feels like they know him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just want to say one thing. That joke about you know the you know you going to the abortion clinic and playing that joke on the dude. That moment is so fucking terrifying that if you just can stretch it out a little bit. And if the only thing I was going to say is you mentioned before that you're totally with abortion. But say, if you could save that till after, because that makes that moment that much more terrifying and relieving when you start laughing yeah. as a dude, just okay. from the dude's perspective. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Also, the second or third on the abortion joke thing. So, like, if you watch a sitcom, like a comedy sitcom, for example, they're not actually laughing on the sitcom. So if you're trying to tell a story in which you were laughing at the time, that should not be your focus. Because that's not funny. The fact that you were laughing is not funny to us. The reason you were laughing is going to be funny to us. And so switch the focus from your laughing at the dude to way more about the dude. Like, he didn't even know me, that sort of thing. As opposed to, like I say, the focus on you. Like, don't do the laughing act out because... That's not funny to us. Oh, I see. I thought it was funny just because we're in the middle of a waiting room. Well, no, it's and funny, I, but you're acting. He was kind of like, shit, because I just got like hysterical. Because that's the truth. Well, yeah. Is that but, I got like a little hysterical, like in the right. middle of a place that's like people are being really serious. Okay. So, yeah, put that image in our head, but we don't need your laughing act out. That's all I'm saying. I disagree. Cool. Thanks, though. Right on. Thanks. No, it helps. It's always helpful. Like, any feedback is helpful, in my opinion. Thank you. All right, Trina. Thank Thanks, guys. You. I'm sorry. Allison Hooker, I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. All right. Sorry about all that. I'm going to kill all the comedians, I guess, or something before it's all done. All right, coming up next, we got Casey Fields. Some stuff I thought about and wrote down, and then I had a hard time remembering. Uh, so my name is Casey Fields. Uh, my a little bit about me. My dad is white, and my mom is Japanese. And uh, as a kid growing up, you know, I thought, oh, mixed race marriage. You know, my dad must be a real open-minded person. <laughs> and then one day, I went on his computer and found a little folder full of porn called Yellow Fever. <laughs> It was an ouch. My dad was hilarious, though. He was brutally honest. Uh, This one time when I was a kid, uh, it was my birthday. And uh, my dad completely forgot. He was, uh, you know, just no phone call, no letter, no present. He was gone. So I called him a couple days afterwards. And I was like, hey, dad, it was my birthday the other day. You forgot my birthday. And he's like, why would I remember? It's not my birthday, it's your birthday. And I learned something valuable, which was that birthdays are bullshit. Nobody's proud of you, all you did was not die. 
All right. Uh, I found out my girlfriend has a vibrator. I went home, looked under the bed, and there it was. I was like, oh, it's a vibrator. This kind of makes me feel uneasy. She didn't used to have one, and we've been dating for quite some time. Hmm. And uh, I looked at it closer. It had all sorts of little buttons and features and settings. And like, you know, it was super advanced. It could, it could do things that I could never do. Like, last longer than five fucking minutes. <laughs> I got over it, though, George. It's okay. You don't have to awe. You know? I just, you know. I figured, hey, Casey, you know, it's not the worst thing. You looked under the bed, you know? Just be happy it's a vibrator and not another man, you know? Um, my girlfriend and I, we, we argue sometimes. Uh, she, uh, she, the other day, she came up to me and she was like, uh, Casey, you're jealous. You never want me to hang out with guys. And I said, uh, what? <laughs> you can hang out with guy friends. Look, if we're dating, if we're dating, I'm, I'm reasonable. If we're dating, you can have guy friends. As long as they're gay or ugly. <laughs> no, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I, I honestly don't feel that bad about it. Um, but, uh, yeah. Wow, I blew through these jokes. I was like, that's going to be like at least four minutes. But I really just blew right through it. And then I have this one other story, but it's so long that I don't know if I can really pull it off. I think I'm going to spare you guys. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to sign off. Thank you. We good. What's the comments? What's the suggestions? What we got nothing here tonight? All right. No, we're good. Uh, with the the vibrator thing, it's like chick like uh, most chicks have vibrators. Like, do you gotta uh, <laughs> you gotta like be <laughs> you gotta be like more sp just I mean, you don't have to be, but if you like were more specific of what like a, a like a huge dildo or something or something uncirc I don't know something that was different about the like the dildo of, of yeah something <laughs> something that makes it different than like like most chicks have. I don't know. <laughs> right on. Okay. Uh, I have so many thoughts about vibrators. Um, like, even if you have to lie, like, I have this image of you just, like, in the dark waiting for her to come home, and she opens the door, and then she hears, the, like, the of the vibrator, yeah. like, as she comes in. Like, if you're going to go vibrator, go vibrator. Really lean in and say something and do something raunchy. All right. <laughs> That's cool. Nothing else? We're good? Oh, like, okay. That's it. All right. Thank you very much, Kate. Oh, wait, we got one Sorry. more. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, you could also call back to it. You know, if, if that's something that you want to use, there's no reason you can't call back to it. I was I was expecting you to, like, call back to that. Oh, okay. As something, like, that's kind of the idea of, like, what, you know, if you're referencing that, oh, that you can call back to it at, right at any point. Um, also, since you're, like, have this sort of investment in the thing, I was kind of expecting that to go somewhere. Like, you have somebody's vibrator, I'm assuming, in your hands. I'm kind of, like, wondering why. 
All right, that might be something to expand on. Thanks, man. All right. Everybody else, Casey Field. All right, up next we got Rye. Rye, everybody. I don't like using this because the last time I did, I turned it off. Um, okay, so I wrote this on the train, so I'm going to look at it from my phone like a fucking millennial. Um, okay, so a lot of people are talking about the Me Too movement. A guy came up to me in the bar the other day and he said, hey, did you know that one in four women on college campuses are sexually assaulted? And I said, yes, motherfucker, I was one of them. Please, it really turns me on when you mansplain your trauma, my trauma to me. So when the whole Me Too thing started, um, I was one of the few people that actually got my uh, rapist kicked off of campus. I reported him to the college, and I was found, or he was found guilty, and he was kicked off of um, the campus. So when this all started, I said, fuck me too, me first. Um, okay. So I learned a really important lesson in a tea house the other day. Hippies are assholes. My friend who is a white woman with dreads, you cannot trust any white woman with dreads. She, t <laughs> I knew you were gonna love that one. <laughs> as soon as you came, it's like target audience. Um, so she tells me that if I stop by this tea house, uh, she'll have some weed for me, but she wasn't there because I guess she got high. So I order a friggin' $7 matcha latte, and it takes them 10 minutes to start making it. So I tell them that I'm kind of in a hurry, and they tell me, you have to lose the aura and your aggression before I can make you your tea. Fucking assholes. And I should have known it. I'm from Northern California. I've been interacting with hippies my entire life. Does anyone here know what Waldorf education is? Okay, so this is this form of education that um, most hippies send their kids to, where the kids, like, they say uh, chants in the morning, like, I look into the world in which the sun is shining, in which the stars are sparkling, where stones and stillness lie. I kid you not, I said this every day at school from first grade to eighth grade, and we would have to skip recess if we didn't sound happy. So this is a form of education that was invented by the Nazis. But it has been taken over by the hippies. All right, yeah, that's my Nazi joke. Um, okay, so I actually moved out to the Bay Area recently from Northern California, Windsor, California, land of hippies. And so I've had to go through the process of coming out again. I am monogamous. So um, I have tried being poly. It didn't really work for me. Um, I hate human interaction too much to have more than one partner. I tried being in an orgy once, and this one girl took one look at me and said, uh, yeah, you're going to have to go to the other side of the bed. Um, so yeah, I'm bisexual, uh, but sometimes I feel... Okay, I'm bisexual, but sometimes I feel um, like I feel about my boobs like a straight man feels about his own dick. Um, my sexual fantasy is that my nose will grow out like Pinocchio, but actually into a dick, and then I can titty fuck myself. <laughs> uh, 
In fact, um, so I'm a straight man and I've kind of hit the holy grail. I married a lesbian. Um, he's actually a man, but my lesbian's friends say that I can call him a manbian ever since they find out that he likes to fuck me while listening to Enya. Who can say by the dawn's light? Da -da. I don't know the rest of the words because what that mouth do? All right, that's all I remember right now. Everybody, that was rain. All right, we got Kyle's questions and comments, please. No, that was fun. That was good. Uh, you. Yeah, you're acting out, which is good. A lot of people don't do that initially, and it's fun. It's like it's something real audiences That's will like. That's why I don't want to hold the mic. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, I've had that issue too. I like to talk with my hands, but not many uh, dive bars have lapel mics, <laughs> has been my experience. But um, with, the, with the first joke uh, about some dude mansplaining to you, you might take the angle of ironically just being like, oh, tell me more. Like, um, rather than going, because uh, what you said was just kind of the direct thought, so you've got to like play it into... Uh, something absurd to actually like uh, milk some laughs out of it, but uh, so that might be one angle to go. But play around with it; it's cool. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Hey, I was just thinking since you mentioned the Waldorf school and then you mentioned that it's from Nazis, I didn't know that. It'd be <laughs> interesting if you like actually told us that, like showed us that, rather than just mentioning it. Like you went through the song, it'd be interesting to hear what you what. Like if I did a Nazi thought, salute, whatever why you I did thought the song. it was, <laughs> I would be I would be really interested to hear whatever the whatever that was. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like why why did Nazis invent? Is that true? Yeah. Oh well. No, that like it was invented during World War II by a guy who was one of the major philosophers behind the Nazi thing. Oh my god, you guys are giving me homework. I don't actually know why. Oh, it's so fucking creepy. You guys don't even know. Google it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Give it up for Max, Eddie. Hey, guys. There we go. Okay. Uh, so I'm Max. How are we doing? Uh, a little bit. I'm also bisexual. Um, and some of you might not know, uh, for the record, being bisexual means you're interested in women and attention. Isn't that cute? That's a cute line. That's fine. Now, I actually, um, I didn't really, like, come out to my parents because I didn't have to, uh, they knew. It, it was clear from the beginning. Now that's not funny, that's gonna be, uh, could it be funny? No, it's fine. Uh, I told my sister I was bi though, I told my sister I was bi, and she said she doesn't see how someone can be bisexual, and she sees ghosts. <laughs> yeah, mostly at night, and when she doesn't have her contacts in. That's when she sees them. No, <laughs> it's terrible. No, her favorite show uh, on TV is a show called Ghost Hunters. Do you guys know it? It's a great show. Um, it's been on Sci-Fi for 11 seasons. They hunt ghosts. 
They've caught zero ghosts. Exactly zero in 11 seasons. They also had a spinoff called Ghost Hunters International. Also zero ghosts. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, the particular episode I watched with her, I watched one. Uh, they brought three rookies on the mission in their team of eight. Eight feels like a lot, but it's fine. But uh, three rookies. These rookies were just fresh out of the Ghost Hunters Academy, which is for sure a for-profit college, right? <laughs> like, that's where you go if you didn't get into the top flight ghost hunting program. Probably Hogwarts. Like, Hogwarts is probably the best one. Uh, oh, that's fun. Like, to, what do they teach you? There? Do they, they probably teach you... I feel like all ghost hunters have these like infrared goggles and like they use like electromagnetic radiation detectors because ghosts are warm and have cell phones. I don't, I don't really like they, I don't know why they do that. That's what you learn. You learn that and how student debt works. That's what you learn at Ghost Hunters Academy. Jesus Christ. Now the particular episode I watched too, um, it was Ghost Hunters International, because I'm cultured, uh, and <laughs> the announcer comes on, he's like, it, on this week's episode, the gang goes to England to find the ghost of Robin Hood. In case you don't know, I think they know, Robin Hood, not real. <laughs> not real. Not a real person, never was a real person. They're looking for a ghost of a fictional character. It's not cool. I don't like it. Yeah. They kept saying things too, like, oh, if Robin Hood was a real person, he would have been in this jail. And it's like, you're leaving out the next clause in that sentence, which is, he is not real. He's not real. <laughs> oh, man. Now, they, they, they were like investigating this jail where he wasn't. And, and <laughs> at one point, like two of the eight, again, eight, investigators two of the eight are um in this big like cathedral room um and they're searching they're like oh my god i think i just heard some breathing and i'm like oh my god there's nothing else in that room breathing so it had to be a ghost <laughs> it could not have been the other person in the room who was breathing or the six person camera crew <laughs> in the cathedral with you. It could not have been them. Had to come from the beyond. <laughs> That's fun. But now at one point, uh, they're down in these caves below this jail. And one of the rookies is just like, I felt a ghost behind me. I felt its presence. But I did not want to turn around because I was afraid of what I might see. <laughs> you hunt ghosts. <laughs> It is literally your job to turn around. Yeah. So, it's a real show. <laughs> it's a real show. It's a real show. I actually, I looked at it, I was just like, I can't believe these people believe in ghosts. I looked it up. Each member makes $330,000 a year. Oh, hell yeah. That shit should be called Cash Hunters. Oh my God, that's crazy. My application is in the mail. I am, I am going to be a ghost hunter next year. I didn't go to the academy, so I don't know if I have the credentials, but I went to Berkeley, I'll be fine. Um, I think, think it'll be cool. Uh, now the other thing, this is my last thing. The, the other thing is they, they kept 
So they're hunting the ghosts, but they keep talking to the ghosts like they're giving the ghosts an intervention, like, we're not here to hurt you. Like, we're not here to hurt you. Please come out. We're gonna be, we're gonna be fine. Just, it's me, it's Matt. Okay? Come with me. But I think the ghosts know they're hunting them. Like, I don't know. I gotta figure out what to do with that last part, but uh, Max Eddie, thank you guys so much. Hey, Max Eddie. Any comments or anything we got for Max tonight? That was a great set, Max. I remember that Friday, man. That was really funny. It's really cool. I love that set. Hey, so I think you could make telling or coming out to your parents funny if you added a specific detail about why they knew. Yeah. Like that was funny. Yeah. And and they might have something like that you did or didn't yeah. do when you were a kid, right? Yeah, I was in musical theater, so that's one. I mean. <laughs> no, but it's gotta be something also funny. Like, you could probably expand that a lot. Like, yeah. uh, my ex-boyfriend's son, when in the first grade, yeah. he was like so in love with his best friend that he wanted to marry his best friend. The entirety of first grade wanted to marry his best friend because this kid was one of those kids like that's hair was like super long down to his waist, and so it was like, Oh, this kid's going to get confused. This may or may not be confusing to this kid later in life. We don't know. Anyway, um, but also uh, just a tag for the ghost hunter joke when she doesn't want to look at the ghost. Maybe that's like an advanced degree. Like you, you, you can't look at the ghost. She doesn't have a PhD. Uh, She's only got a master's. Yeah. And so that's more advanced. And, Maybe, yeah. Right. She didn't take that class. That was fucking awesome. Um, the, the the debt thing is great, like a for-profit college. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is if you somehow, um, because you went into the Ghost Hunters thing, and I thought it was going to be short, but you went on on that, and that was hilarious to me, and it was like setting up like your, your sister not believing you. If somehow you could like wrap it, it's like you were explaining all that just to say, and this is the same chick that doesn't believe, believe yeah, that I'm about. Just exactly. some kind of wrap around. Yeah, I was, I, I've been thinking about it. It definitely needs an ending. I've been thinking like, um, if I build it up really well, and then at the end, I'm, I'm like, but I can't like dicks and pussy, like something like that. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. <laughs> something like that. But yeah, I, I wanna, I've been thinking about it. Good looking out though. Um, I like your men or girls and attention line a lot. Um, I I give you credit, but I have been using it since I heard it on Friday. Fun. Okay. Um, oh God. Um, I actually think um, with the my parents knew that I was bi. That's um, the my parents knew I was gay. Like I don't have to tell you this. That has been beaten like a dead horse. So if you do go there, like it has to be something off of a bisexual stereotype. I think if you are gonna go there. Yeah, and it's mainly like all the bi stereotypes are just amalgamations of like, oh, you're half gay, half straight. So I could be like, oh, I've like I love watching football. Uh, for the ass or something. I don't know. Or that, that sounds pretty around. gay. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> oh, man. But I, okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Shit, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gay. I figured it out. Thank you. I <laughs> this mean, was I, very productive. I, <laughs> wow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, I had friends tell me that they knew I was bi because I was so slutty. Um, so you, you can dog? use that <laughs> if you want. I don't know how your parents would know that. But. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, good looking out. Good shit. Oh wait, one more. Yeah, Casey's going for it. I mean, Max, you're, you're really fucking funny, man. I Dude, mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I mean, honestly, like all I wanted to say was that Ghost Premise is amazing. That's like A level, really funny. Uh, and uh, I, I think that for whatever reason, with your point of view, like that kind of subject is really. I think it's because it's just so silly and kind of stupid. And I, I just like. I almost kind of. I don't know if this helps, but in my mind's eye, I was actually imagining you watching the show like on a couch and just kind of doing all these act outs in your living room. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's helpful, but honestly, like that is kind of how I watch it because literally, I all of that is from the first fifteen minutes of a forty-two minute episode of Ghost Hunters. So, and not, like I can't every time I'm watching it, I'm just like. What? <laughs> like they're doing this shit now? Like there's there's other things in that episode too that they do, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So so yeah, no, that's yeah, uh, awesome. Like I didn't even know about the Robin Hood thing. Like so that was actually. Oh yeah, I felt kind of dumb. Ghost Hunters <laughs> International, baby, check it out. It's all on YouTube. <laughs> I wrote something, that, but I think like you're great. You're great. Thanks so much. And for your last comedian tonight, we have Trina, Robert Trina. Oh my God! Thank you, thank you, thank you, you guys. I um, I I I was inspired by Fifty Cent today, right? Like, you know how you they say, like, you know, when the student is ready, the master will appear. And so for me today, my master was Fifty Cent, who was like. You know, you can't be afraid of being wrong. And so I realized, oh my God, I've been so afraid of being wrong for so many fucking years. That's exactly where I'm at. So I get uh, really, really triggered. Not all the time. It's it's totally unpredictable. This started in my mid 40s. And so it's not like something I was able to kind of figure out in my 20s and deal with in my 30s. But I get really triggered in groups. When I was in graduate school, all of the other students knew something about me and not a single one of them, not one of them gave me the heads up. And I knew it was like being on the Truman Show, except for the differences, like Truman knows all that shit's going down and he can't believe no one will say shit to him. And he's like, and like, he's like, keeps waiting for the one person to be like, it's all that. And he never happens. Right. So I, I, after graduate school, I, it really wasn't that big of a deal in graduate school. It's more after graduate school that it's become a massive trigger hazard. So I don't need like trigger warnings or anything like that. But if there is anything that happens when I'm in a group that gives me any indication that they know shit that they haven't told me about that involves me, I'm out. I can't do it. Bounce. Bounce, and I just, I'm like, oh, I just, I can't, I can't. anyway. So I owe Pam an apology, because I don't know if you guys knew this, but I appeared on her podcast in November. I talked to her about a guy I was concerned about, and she went off on me. It's taken me a really, really, really long time to work through that shit and not be pissed off at her. And the, the master that presented himself to me on that subject was Lao Tzu, uh, the book of the Tao, who says, doesn't matter if it's somebody else's shit, take care of your own shit first. So I've finally, 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 finally gotten to the place where I feel like I can take care of my own shit first. And my shit is that I owe Pam an apology. 
I, I never went on her podcast to piss her off. That was never, ever my intent. I, um, I went on because I thought she wanted to hear my concerns because one of the concerns that I had was that she was misinterpreting my group triggers as an issue with men, right? Because that's all we do now, right? All women have either, we're either, you know, we're either one of the chicks who's signing up to fuck Harvey Weinstein for a part, or we're one of the chicks who's bailing the fuck out of there and, and hashtagging me too. There's no, that's how the backlash works, at least part of it, is that there's no in between. And so I went on her podcast because I thought that she was misinterpreting my group triggers as an issue with men. There were two guys in particular that I thought she thought I was afraid of. And so I was like, finally, I actually have an issue with a guy. But Pam's definitely one going to want to hear about this, right? So I thought the conversation was going to go that I explain what's going on. She gets all inflamed about that. And I have to back her off of that. See, that's my, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to back her off of this and let her know, no, 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 no. I'm not one of those chicks who has a problem with guys. That's not really what's going on here. I just want to let you know, I'm not going to do the Friday night happy hour anymore. And also, I just need your support in this. That's not how it went down. That's not how it went down. So I did not react to that well. And I owe her an apology. And I, um, yeah. So let's see what else. How much? How much time do I have, George? Okay. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, let's see what. I don't even know. So yeah, it feels good. It feels good to finally own my shit after all this, all these months. And I get so frustrated because it's like women are either vixens or villains. We're not allowed to be anything in between. If we say, oh no, I don't have a problem with guys, I know how to protect myself, then that automatically means we're one of these chicks that wants to fuck everybody for a movie part. And if we back ourselves away from, oh, I don't want to fuck anybody for a movie part, that's not me either, then we're automatically put in the villain camp. And so... Uh, I'm still figuring out how to deal with all of this. Like one of the things that bugs me about Jordan Peterson in particular is that like I have to, it's like figuring this shit out is like trying to build a building in the middle of an earthquake. It's happening to me. And so I don't know how to just calmly be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. look, at this is what's happening and be all smooth about it instead of feeling totally and completely freaked out and triggered. So I apologize, Pam, for putting all of my grad school baggage onto you. That was not fair. And that was all of my shit. And I should have said something sooner, right? I mean, part of the reason I didn't say something as sooner is because one of the shitty things that happened to me in grad school is that when I backed off the feminist that I was working with on my gender theory from thinking that I was a victim, she immediately turned on me and characterized me as a, the opposite. And so I was so afraid that if I backed Pam off of me being a victim, that she would turn on me. And that was my shit. So I'm sorry, Pam, please forgive me. Have a great week, everybody. Katrina Hub. Talk to Katrina.
I, I was just joking. <laughs> Unless you want to, Trina. What's that? Uh, we don't have to do it. You, can, you want to get comments? I'll do feedback. I would okay, love we to got that feedback funny. for I'm Trina. I'm not sure I can. I'm Japan. I was saying, I didn't think I was really, you know, necessary, but, uh, you know, I was just making a joke. Okay. Thanks, George. All right. See you, Trina. Have a, have a good night, everybody. It's the end of your joke workshop this week. We're going to cut a little short. We're going to play, uh, play a little music for a while, and uh, we'll bring you in on something. All right, cool. Thanks. Enjoy you on my birthday. That was a fun joke workshop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have a really great uh, new person over here training tonight. Uh, turn all this down. Yeah, fuck it. Let's talk back here for a while. There, everybody's gone. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you know, we're just getting the uh, the joke workshop over. Like, I think it just ended unless... I, well, I mean, we can give you certainly some stage time. Like, if you want to... We can't give you comments, really, but if you want to do four minutes, you know, it's on the radio if you just want to do it. Man, I got no problem with that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just gonna just shoot the shit back here for a minute, but you know, we have we we're still like twenty four minutes late, so <laughs> or I mean twenty four minutes early, so right, we have plenty we got time. of time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's you know. All right. Well, yeah. Well, we'll just sit here and chop it up and play a little music, and then uh, when you you tap on the glass and you're ready, and then we'll put you up. All right. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, do what you got to do, man. Okay, cool. Sounds great. Okay. All right. Now we're back in the booth here. I think we got. I think we had you on mic four over there. Let me test you out real quick. Okay. Well, let me. Let me. Hello. There you go. Hello. Found it. Yep. There we go. All right. So. This I hear is your second training tonight? Yes, it is. Okay, I'm sorry. First, we should get your name. Let everybody know who we're talking to today. I am. I'm a Jazzy Mary Poppins. I used to be on What Wednesdays with Aisha, and now okay. I'm trying to learn how to do my own podcast okay. so I can keep the party going. All right, so uh, do you have the the idea, the basics of what your podcast is going to be or what it plans on being or just kind of the, a sketch of an idea? Um, So far right now, just kind of just talk radio of the things that I want to talk about I'm going to plan it out before I have um, something that I wanted to put on YouTube I was thinking about making a YouTube video but what I think I'm going to do is bring it to the show okay. and talk about it on the show and maybe have a friend of mine or someone who does something else to come and try to interview or you know just sit there and talk with me so I'm not here by myself 100% completely okay. that's kind of scary I've been here at night and it's just like oh my god somebody coming yeah yeah you know that's, that's very that's a good idea in fact while you're sitting over there, can you click that light while we're right. back here? Bam. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll give somebody a little uh, behind the scenes since we have a little bit of time here. This is sort of a weird rush job. The reason uh, it is my birthday again. So Happy I'm, birthday, George. I'm going to be a little in, I'm going to be a little indulgent to, uh, <laughs> since since the comedy show ended early. Who cares? I've, I have shows on this network. Right. But so uh, it was a weird thing. I got a like a texted Pam at like 506. And the show starts live at six, so like and like like in like chilling in the bed like, no, I wasn't even in bed. I was making uh, uh what was I making? 
uh, a, a, a soda, not a soda. I was gonna make a soda, but I was going through like pico de gallo. I was gonna make some steaks, and I was making the salsa. And while I was making the salsa, I got this text from Pam, and I'm like, well, I told her if I like, I'll be an emergency call if you need it because right. I'm in the area. So I, you know, so I lived up to my end because. If you listen to, like, I don't know, if you go back to maybe April of last year you and go back from there, you'll see my name a lot on these joke workshops. Okay. And, like, so I know how to do this show. I've had a show here for, like, two years. Really? Or, or like, well, I've had this show for, like, a year and some, but... um I've been down here, like, being on shows and shit for about three years. Mm. So, like, I've been spending a lot of time down here, as I've been telling everybody who I keep running into. Like, this week was crazy. That's why my voice is so nutty. Uh, <laughs> really. Right, because you did say you were talking all week. All week. All right, okay, good night. Good night, big guy. All right, thanks, Aww. my man. All right, but, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just been talking all week. Like, uh, I was going to come down last Monday, but I was like, yeah, fuck that. Because <laughs> I know I had to be down here Wednesday because I just started a brand new show, an interview show, which we did with this lady, Vera Soul. We have um, uh, Matthew Quirk. We have uh, the brother, uh, his last name is like Storm or something. It's his show. <laughs> uh, but I run the boards and add a little okay. commentary. We have like two different guests, like Hello. entertainers and stuff. And it's the business. So, um, so I just got stragglers coming in because they came late. That's why you people need to show up on time. <laughs> <laughs> I was 15 minutes late too, but you show up on time. <laughs> but they, well, what they did was, um, um, it's a really fun interview show. Like I said, it's like it's got like almost like three different genres. Oh, and there's a there's a really neat lady who hosts it with us too. Uh, one of the other guys, the main host friend, mm-hmm. and so like she's like just in college, like doing her finals and stuff. He's like maybe about my age, maybe a little younger. Like Matt's that's like a true Gen Xer. I'm running the boards. We just doing the whole thing, and it's just it's like a fun kind of stew to just interview entertainers and talk about events of the day. Right. So that was really fun. And then like, oh, but that was like ten to midnight. It was supposed to be like eight to ten, but that was like ten to midnight. But it, what day is it? That was that's Wednesdays. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for, I knew I was be back here Friday. So you're eight to ten Wednesdays now? No, I'm 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 ten to. Tw- 10, 10, to min- 10 to 12 Wednesdays and then I'm doing uh, fuck Fridays I always do the 8 to 10 I gotcha. run the boards gotcha uh, do the music mm-hmm. intro the show all that stuff that's super fun uh, before they do their uh, the big show I do mm-hmm. the happy hour open mic which is the bomb it's one of the best shows we get like 10,000 listens a month it's the best that's awesome yeah and then uh, uh, oh and then I helped out my man Mike Spiegelman this weekend do uh, we have Saturday rentals and we did like a little half fundraiser for the station uh, which is if you like the GoFundMe site that they have mm-hmm. if you go to muniradio.com or .fm they have a, a, a GoFundMe or a donate on the page button you can go to they're doing a summer fundraiser thing trying to get three grand just to keep the station on a nice little cushion right and then um, what, what else Oh yeah, so that was okay. So that was weird. There was the the co-host of that show what didn't show up. So me and Mike vamped for an hour, just on the mic, <laughs> Which, right? And uh, it turned to a four-hour show. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, right? So we, <laughs> me and Mike, 
hammer it down for that time. Okay, I locked the shit up, come back in, because the next day, from the Saturday to the Sunday, Sunday, I got my regular show. Just the show I'm supposed to have with my okay. co-host, <laughs> G-Money and Wustein. Wustein did not show up, so it was just me for two hours on Sunday. <laughs> Lord! So I was like, you know what? One thing I'm not doing tomorrow because it's my birthday is come running down back to this motherfucker. <laughs> Here you are. I was like, well, fuck it, man. You know what? It's kind of, it must be in the cards. Everything is pulling me back right, down here. Right, right. So, you know, I got to meet you today. I, I had no idea I was going to do some training today. <laughs> I'm kind of, it's a good thing Pam knows somebody used to own a business for a lot of years. Okay? <laughs> so, like, you can maybe pick on some responsibility, you know, real duties and shit. Right, yeah. Anybody, anybody straggling, if they if Oh, we, no, no. That was an old uh, comedian. Oh. She left something. Oh, okay. I was say if not y'all can go up the street up to Mission Hill where they have a right. really great stage and I think Delirium's at 8pm and there you go Delirium's at 8 you might get three mics in there hello night. you better go Delirium at 8pm there you go thank you <laughs> thank you we know where to send you don't straggle in here yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to straggle in and do comedy to yourself <laughs> <laughs> or the wonderful listeners and right. everything. Oh, yeah, well, you're not alone. Sorry. Yeah, not at all. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Performance-wise, you are solo. Right. All right. But anyway, I like I said, I just wanted to take it to the half hour, uh, shoot a little shit, thank the audience, you know, for sticking around and putting up with the, the kind of a technically weird show. Oh, yeah. That was the whole thing to set you up for why behind the scenes of the show got weird. It did. Yeah, so like, so I got here like, 540 mm-hmm. right it starts at 6 so and I'm the first one in the door for the store so I gotta unlock all the locks I gotta turn everything on <laughs> gotta make sure the lights on get the sound right alright so I'm like alright turn make sure this works okay is it broadcasting out okay so that's on alright make sure this is playing the right thing alright well fuck it we'll just let that just keep playing alright <laughs> you know alright the signal's going Lights on. All right, now I got to make sure. Okay, let me check. I can't remember. It's been about 12 months. <laughs> Do people, is there a pre-sign for the fucking joke workshop? Oh, no. Okay, good. All right, joke workshop. Here's this latest on the table. Oh, yeah, she doesn't keep it on the table. She keeps it back here because she does all the announcing back here. Oh, shit. Oh, hey, you know what else you forgot? There's two microphones, asshole. One for the comedian and one for the people. For the commentator. Yeah, and, the, and okay. I have to go back at some point and take my, that stage mic is mic one, the mic I'm supposed to be talking into right now. My, your mic, <laughs> you ain't even got mic two. You I don't know what three. I have. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I have no idea what I have. You want mic three. <laughs> but you know what? I think this is mic two and it was over here. Yeah, we doing it real. The switch up today. We, we doing it real mutiny. Today has been a hell of a day. I t- yeah. Let me tell Please. I played hooky at work today, so, <laughs> so let me tell you. So I've been like, I, I just, I just 86 all my hoes because they ain't been acting right. Okay. And so I said, you know what? I'm done. This motherfucker keep calling me all the time. So you know, really not talking to me? No, <laughs> I don't talk to you no more. Stop hitting my phone. So I was trying to be this whole good girl and be like, I'm just gonna be celibate. But my vagina kept talking to me. She was like, Girl, if you don't, and I was like, All right, I hear you. So I downloaded POF again. So. <laughs> plenty of fish I went fishing today so I, at first I, I was up till 2 o'clock I was up till like 2 o'clock in the morning 
No, I'm lying. I think I was up till four o'clock in the morning on POF. That's how enticing it had me. It had me hooked. I tell you. And so I, I was talking. I was trying to be nice because I'm like, okay, I'm back on. I'm just gonna be nice. And even if they're ugly, I'm gonna talk to them because I'm just. They, they may have great conversation or whatever. Lies. This fat, ugly motherfucker look like Grimace from McDonald's. Oh, Sasquatch looking ass. Go tell me my full body picture without a bad angle he needed to see more i said mother motherfucker i told you i said i said the nerve of you niggas <laughs> he did he started texting me back so that mean i can't see i t- delete, delete. The, ler- the nerve of you niggas the fucking nerve so as i'm still fishing i'm like posting all my stuff on facebook like this is bullshit like i've been on here for hours i ain't found nothing yet <laughs> nothing yet i've been throwing them all back yeah so i met this one guy and i don't know what what, what it was about him but he just was really like talking to me like we having a conversation okay yeah and he was like so uh, I'm like, well, what you about to do for today? He's like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm like, ooh, I want to go to the gym. Okay. He's like, well, let's go. I was like, shut up. Okay. He came, picked me up. Okay. First of all, he came, first of all, he was on time. <laughs> so I was really thrown off by that because I, people don't never be on time. So when I told him 20 minutes, I thought I had 35. <laughs> he really gave me 20 minutes. I had to call him. I called him. I said, give me five minutes. I called him back. I said, you know what? I feel so rushed. I need you to just come inside the house. Just come inside while I get ready for the gym. Come inside as I get ready for the gym. I don't know how to get ready for the gym. I'm just meeting you. And we about to go to the gym. about to sweat in front of you. Like, I'm, I'm okay. going, ah, man. Okay. And so we went to the gym. Yeah. And he, at first I was going to, like, try to follow him because I'm over here trying i'm being this female like oh i don't know what to do <laughs> okay and he's like he's just like i'm about to go over here and i seen him i said you know fuck this shit yeah i got my stair masters i did my treadmill i there was running go. did my squats i did everything then yeah. he took me out to eat yeah we smoked like yeah. it was like really good That's and a then today it was i never i said i've never been on a date like this that's a real cool date so i caught me a fish today Yes, you There's did. Plenty of fish in the sea. Congratulations. That's how you know POF works. Now I don't know if we're gonna be together forever, but he did ask me my birthday, so I felt like he wanted to know more. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, so you a Gemini?" And I was like, "Oh, he know me. Oh my god!" I texted my friend. I said, "Girl, I love him." She, she said, "Why?" I said, "He just did everything for me today, and yeah. I appreciated it. Yeah. He only made me pay two dollars for the tip. He was like, just give it two dollars.'" Yeah. And the best thing about him is he don't want no children because he already got four. Oh well, yeah. I said thank God that that man because she's not. mm -mm. Look, I got God children. That's it. Not just that, but look. I mean, y'all did like real activity shit. Y'all didn't do no bullshit. Y'all like did work together. Like he could like if you went like. I think maybe the rest of the date wouldn't have went so cool if you did like, mm, well, I'm just going to be the girl and just kind of just walk on the thing. And you like got in the dirt. I well, sure like, did. let me, I'm going to show this nigga. I, I sweat, like, I sweat too. Yep. I was sitting there running and dancing to the music. He see me, he started cheesing. I was like, got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. He, he talking about stocks and bonds and being a millionaire. I said, thank you, universe. I told you. I told you, just give me a chance. Yes. And he seen me at uh, for 
for me, my hair ain't done. I need to wash it. Like my eyebrows, <laughs> yeah. my chin hairs, all yeah. the shit. So he done see me at my ugly today. Yes. I yes. was like, girl, I and love him. And he asked your birthday. I love him. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? That's cool as fuck. That's what that I'm saying. That's awesome. a real date. That mm-hmm. ain't no, no like. It was so real. It wasn't no take you to the movies. That was it my first date, no, I think. Yeah, for real. <laughs> And then grown up. Like, I think yeah. I, I think that's my first date. Like adult date. I really do. I really do. It sounds right. I, mean, I, I don't know the boyfriend. rest of your dates, but that sounded real. I had a boyfriend for six years, yeah. and I think we only went to the movies and McDon- yeah. uh, the McDonald's, the movies in a restaurant. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, you nothing. Ain't never done no workout. No, ever did no nothing like, together. Shit like, yeah, no. Yeah. That's what. That's what I'm talking like an activity together. Yes, that was awesome. It is hot in here. But that's because it got because our conversation is good. That's why. It's the windows. It's a box. The guy's in a hot box. It's a sweatshop hot box. In the summer, it's just so bad. Man, we're gonna have to get a fan. Well, yes, but no, you can't because then you'd hear <laughs> in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, Lord. like now that. The comedians aren't here on the stage. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I because I engineer so many shows. I notice that like if I laugh, <laughs> because it's fuck. You heard them on stage tonight about uh-huh. how you were a good audience. Uh-huh. Because comedians generally aren't good audiences. But no, they're not. I, but I like to laugh. Even and do comedy because I like comedy first. I guess I don't. I'm a fan too. So right. So I would think we all yeah, were a fan yeah, first. Yes, yeah, I I would also think that though there's a, there's always something for everybody out there. Be anybody if you got talent, ain't no reason to sit in and hate on somebody. If there is no, there's, there's an audience for, for every, everyone. Anybody who's funny, you find somebody. Exactly, somebody's gonna laugh at you. Yes, and like I really like that's one of the things. Hello. How we got to talk about back here was how we got to tie each other up. All right. What do we got in here? Anyway. Uh, anyway, so uh, we got like 10 more minutes. Um, I'm going to play about 10 more minutes of music. Unless you want to chit-chat some more, we we get plenty. We got, we got time to do any. Oh, oh, cool. I got what this is. All right. Um, I'm glad you had a great day. Thank you. I'm amazed. I, I, oh yeah that's what I wanted to talk to you about so like so did you make like have you made any contacts aside for like your second real date in your life <laughs> okay so I told him I said I said please don't call me okay, okay. <laughs> I said please don't call me cause you look like you gonna fuck up my life and I really don't got time for this cause okay. I'm already feeling like I love you I don't <laughs> got time for this and when he, he dropped me off at Bart so this is how I know he loved me too because at first he was supposed to take me to Hayward Bart. Okay. Then he was like, "Hey, you want you? I'm gonna drop you off at Coliseum." I was like, uh, "Okay, come." Uh, okay. So then we driving to Coliseum, and I'm noticing we passing. I was like, "Uh, you gotta get off at Coliseum." He said, "No, I was, I'm just gonna take you to West Oakland." Oh, I said he trying to okay. spend some time with me. I said he don't wanna leave. <laughs> I, <used to> live, <laughs> I, I lived in all three of them damn stops. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he could have been driving you in any of my houses. Man, like, hey, where's Oakland? 
That's me too. I used to be in San Leandro. <laughs> me too. I've been all over. All over. I used to live in the flats in Richmond. I've been all over. See, and I'm a Gemini too. My birthday yeah. is May 28th. So oh, yeah, that's eight days after mm-hmm. my mother. So there you go. There so let's see, we over here. You feel me too? Can't sit in one spot for too long. <laughs> exactly. Got to well, keep it moving. Always busy. I love. Our, I love when I'm being shady and you notice I'm being shady and then you laugh too. I'll be like, we <laughs> here. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think more than us being Gemini, I grew up around a lot of women. So like, I I just there's a there's a certain way of moving and shit. I just kind of the black women just all just like aunts and aunts, cousins and nieces. And my mother had like seven sisters, really, and like two boys. Right, so like, it, it like that's what I grew up with. So like, every cookout, every mm. look. One of the biggest memories I ever have is this sitting around Maxine's table, just coffee pot. She taught me how to hot tip, hot tip on how to clean a coffee pot, cheap, quick, and easy every time. All you take is ice cubes and salt, and just shake the motherfucker, and you will pull out coffee stains from coffee. That you've had in a mug with women that drink like eight pots of coffee a day. You don't take no effort. You don't need no soap. Are you serious? You don't need no nothing. It's a Regular res- salt? It's also a restaurant technique you can do in restaurants too. It's just salt and ice. That's good to know because I work at a high school and them bitches be fucking up the coffee yeah, pot. Salt, salt nice. That shit is stained. Yeah, like I be yeah. scrubbing. Watch. watch. Elbow grease don't work. You don't need none of that. Ice and salt. That's it. Like a teaspoon of salt and like ice. Like mm. both fill the bottom with ice and maybe like a teaspoon, a little wow. bit more of salt. Tablespoon, wow. maybe. Wow. You yeah, just that, that's, my an life. Old, that's an old country way you of just dealing changed with my shit. Life. You just changed all of their lives. They don't even know. I'm about to come back. Ah! They're going to be like, what is this? New coffee pot. Who this? Yeah, pay me. Hello? <laughs> don't your coffee taste fresh? <laughs> the hell? I don't even drink coffee. I go to McDonald's because I can't go yeah. with that. That yeah. coffee pot is black. You don't need black. no chemicals. You don't wow. need no bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. I yeah. thought they was adding flavor. Yeah, yeah. No, we got to knock that, that yeah. out. You're going to knock it out. You're going to fresh coffee. It's like You got tips for how to <laughs> you got tips for how to fucking get the damn burnt smell out the microwave that I can't so I live no, I live I, it's now a community house bro. man that shit ain't working I live in a community house now first okay. first it was just uh, my friend's house and she let me move in and okay. she let me rent a room okay. then she started renting rooms to everybody Aww. I said oh change of plans yeah okay she moved on out and they moved on in I said oh, okay cool okay. so now it's community now we live in an apartment okay Okay, yeah. that's great. These motherfuckers put something in the microwave <laughs> two weeks ago. It still has the burnt smell. My comadre sit there and she Googled and put baking soda and sprayed it and bleach and everything. It's still there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. More yeah, of the yeah. story, rent your own house, don't rent a room. <laughs> I was going to say, the only thing that's going to fix that is a new microwave. Because, <laughs> like, uh, I think, because I remember when I used to have to clean out microwaves over this, uh, like, we'd have, like, a, uh, uh, like, a work work microwave, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We have to share the shit, and um, and like I was in charge of cleaning the shit sometimes, and somebody did some nasty shit like that before, and that thing would just—it's not that it would never go away, but it's like it fused into the uh, the ceramic, uh, <laughs> and, and no matter how many times, I mean, 
we'd use that thing for years and it just had like this residue that just like it didn't like cook any of your food but you felt like it did you know <laughs> oatmeal tastes like burnt toast the fuck is this yeah yeah so you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna get do? on my get, own apartment or get your own microwave <laughs> in my room that's what i'm saying my god yeah yeah who wants to live like that the same people they burnt the microwave there's a burnt pot that pot been there for a month oh god they won't clean the pot i hate i hate roommates like that i'm like really so you gonna leave this pot for who to clean clean the bathroom then you go as booty crust on the seat i said uh, god damn it i and you was like i'm one of them people i hate to clean but when i do oh i clean everything yeah, yeah and i'm yeah, like yeah, scrubbing yeah. walls and i'm yeah. like scrubbing the crevices yeah 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 because i want to clean again yeah yeah it's about time to clean this is about time to deep clean again oh lord and it's getting hot you better get on it i'm 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 working on it i'm working on it universe brought me a man universe (laughs) there you go bring me my my condo because i don't want an apartment (laughs) beggars can't be choosers i ain't begging i'm asking well maybe if he calls you back you might get your new situation <laughs> a homosexual. You know, yeah, you know I found me somebody to live with. <laughs> I have sex with him, and he oh, gives me a place to live. Yeah, I, know. Funny <laughs> I thought, I, yeah, a homosexual. That's a good joke. That's like a street joke. That's funny. All right, cool. All right, that's that sound of Georgia out there. I'm gonna play out with some music. It's been a pleasure. Yes. I'm gonna train you how to shut all this stuff down to transition to the next show and. Um, Joke Workshop, ladies and gentlemen. We out. Out.
Without a patter, we'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio. FM. Well, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. 
Showcase. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. 
Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow